بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Overcoming pessimism with faith by Ruhi Tahir For more on this topic you may see faith in the time of corona virus But anyway let's continue reading this article by Ruhi Tahir through yaqeeninstitute.org How do we maintain optimism amidst the current climate the current climate of anxiety confusion and fear surrounding the corona virus the tried and true prescription for one to develop lasting optimism lies in the quran and the sunnah the tried and true prescription for one to develop lasting optimism lies in the quran and the sunnah in the name of allah the most merciful the grantor of mercy given the climate of pessimism or pessimism given the climate of pessimism and fear that reverberates in modern media and politics it should come as no surprise that a recent global study conducted by max roser of the University of Oxford and founder of Our World in Data shows that pessimism is widespread across the world particularly in highly developed nations merely 6% of Americans think the world is improving merely 6% of Americans think the world is improving wow similarly dismal numbers were reported across Europe and in Australia Lily Rothman history and archives editor for time among other authors on the subject is of the opinion that these negative attitudes are due to the proliferation of a politics of fear that is widely exploited today by the media politicians and technology but is the big sorry but is the picture but is the picture really that bleak even amidst such widespread negativity there are those voices we all naturally gravitate toward we all naturally gravitate toward and secretly wish to adopt as our own those of the optimist who see the proverbial who see the proverbial glass as half full Numerous studies have been and continue to be conducted by experts in the fields of psychology, neuroscience, philosophy and religion in an effort to understand the nature of optimism, 
its sources and its effects on health, happiness and success in life. Professor and co-director of the Center for Philosophy of Religion at Notre Dame, Samuel Newlands stated, if you had the ability to choose a single psychological trait that you could improve in yourself, I might recommend optimism because it is correlated with so many other good measures. Optimists tend to have uh, longevity, be very healthy, have a great life satisfaction, and be successful. And this is holding fixed for economic, and this is holding fixed for economic, religious, and socio-status measures. Newlands suggest that optimism can be chosen and learned. He is not alone. Psychologist Dr. Betty Phillips says, many people think that the grass is greener for happy people. Research, however, shows that happy and unhappy people generally have the same number of adverse events in their lives. The difference is in their interpretation of unfortunate life events. Optimistic people are willing and able to make positive life action plans to counteract negative events in their lives, while pessimists are more likely to do nothing than find themselves sinking into negativism, lethargy, perhaps even depression. While this gives us valuable insight into human psychology and provides us with the useful tools, there is a more fundamental question to ask, the answer to which provides the very foundation and basis for our outlook and behavior as Muslims. What does my faith have to say about optimism? The irony is that much of the fear and pessimism or pessimism propagated today is at the expense of Islam. The irony is that much of the fear and pessimism propagated today is at the expense of Islam. Every erroneous and malicious uh, broad-stroked accusation against Islam attempting to make it the root cause of conflict, evil, and violence the world over, thereby rationalizing horrendous policy and governance only further feeds into the rhetoric of fear with extremism on one side and Islamophobia on the other. And this is not a new history repeats itself. A brief glimpse into the biography of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, may peace and blessings be upon him. A brief history tells the account of a noble man's struggle to establish justice and peace through worship of the one God against the incessant waves of ignorance, bigotry, persecution,
boycott and warfare he and his followers endured. In the end, however, he succeeded in winning hearts and minds, and his mission was ultimately successful because of the message with which he was sent and the optimism it instilled in him and all those who were influenced by him. Indeed, it is Islam itself that necessitates and fuels enduring optimism. Narrated by Ibn Jaz I have not seen anyone who smiled more than the Messenger of Allah. We all crave quick and easy solutions and that go to that will lift the weight of our hearts and minds, bringing us relief and joy when we find ourselves facing personal challenges, life stresses, and even overwhelming fear we may wrestle with from time to time. What follows is the tried and true prescription for one to develop and inculcate lasting optimism directly from its source, the Qur'an and the Sunnah. The Sunnah means the sayings, actions and approvals of Prophet Muhammad, may the blessing and peace be upon him, his way. Back to basics. Islam is anchored in mercy, hope, and peace. It is through conversation with our Creator in prayer and in reflecting on His words that we find our place of comfort as long as we remain conscientious in safeguarding these acts of worship from becoming mere empty rituals. It was the practice of the Prophet peace be upon him, that whenever he felt troubled, he instinctively sought relief and refuge in Allah through prayer. He is reported to have said, O Bilal, call Iqama for prayer. Give us comfort by it. Allah tells us the Quran is his paramount gift to mankind one that in and of itself is worth rejoicing over. It is the place of refuge to return to daily for powerful and meaningful counsel from Allah. It brings with it mercy, guidance, relief and comfort for our hearts from doubt, confusion and worry, all of which are in reality the gift of pure and lasting optimism, a gift that ensures a good life while promising us an eternity that surpasses any and all expectations of this world. The vast and frequent descriptions of paradise in the Quran and numerous verses of hope that leave no room for despair are in fact distinguishing and critical factors in Islamic doctrine that further establish one's purpose, direction, and motivation to worship Allah, to worship Allah, seek His pleasure, and attain good. O mankind, 
O mankind, there has come to you instruction from your Lord and cherisher and healing for what is in the breast and guidance and mercy for the believers. Say, in the bounty of Allah and in his mercy, in that let them rejoice. It is better than what, what they accumulate. It's interesting to note that within the same passage, Allah goes on to say that despite all that he continues to bless humanity with, most people remain ungrateful. In this statement, we find one of the key qualities of the believer and the optimist, the one who acknowledges his slash her blessings is likely to be appreciative of them and to feel contentment in turn manifesting gratitude toward Allah in worship and obedience, while the one who does not see any good in what he she has, she has been or he has been blessed with, will naturally see the world as a place of difficulty and distress and will fail to recognize the source to turn to. A similarity can be drawn here to the optimist seeing the glass as being half full while knowing and feeling confident that it will continue to be filled while the pessimist sees the glass as half empty with no hope of it ever uh, being filled. And although these verses at the time of revelation were addressed to the idol worshippers of Mecca, they remain as relevant today in that they in that the vast majority of humanity still remains in pursuit of numerous idols misguided in a placing faith reliance misguided in a placing faith reliance and even fear in others from the people around them to numerous man-made ideologies and material things in a state of in Allah who is the ultimate source of all bounty the concept of relying wholeheartedly on Allah to hear one's pleas for help and to believe with certainty that he would respond to them favorably is further established in the following verse in which Allah emphasizes his all-encompassing knowledge of even the most subtle of our affairs. Not even the smallest amount of effort will ever go unnoticed or unrewarded. In fact, it will be recorded, providing a level of satisfaction and comfort even in those moments when the fruit of one's labor is not immediately apparent. Let's read the verse or the meaning of of the verse. <coughs> and, O Muhammad, you are not engaged in any matter or recite any of the Quran, and you people do not do any deed except that we are witness over you when you are involved in it and not absent from your lord is any part of an atom's weight within the earth or within the heaven or anything smaller than that or greater but that it is in a clear register 
Allah concludes with affirmation that people who have chosen belief and righteousness, those who have taqwa, are conscious of Allah and safeguard themselves against His displeasure in all matters. They are so close to Him that they are referred to as awliya or close friends and allies of Allah. To them, He has promised ultimate relief from fear and grief, two powerful emotions which impede and can destroy optimism. No matter how loud and threatening the voices of harm, dissension and fear may appear in the moment. Again, to them, to them, the righteous, those close friends, to them, he has promised ultimate relief from fear and grief, no matter how loud and threatening the voices of harm, dissension and fear may appear in the moment. In reality, nothing has the power to overcome the optimism of those who recognize Allah as the only one capable of changing outcomes. In the Quran, we read in the meaning of which, unquestionably, for the allies of Allah, there will be no fear concerning them, nor will they grieve. Those who believed and were fearing Allah for them are good tidings, good news in the worldly life and in the hereafter. No change is there in the words of Allah. That is what is the great attainment. And let not their speech grieve you. Indeed, honor due to power belongs to Allah entirely. He is the hearing, the knowing. Alhamdulillah. Praise be to Allah. Thanks a lot to the writer of this article, Ruhi Tahir. May Allah bless you, Sister Ruhi.